All right, folks, welcome to a Lazarus Pit uh, podcast. Uh, I got the false god, Ricardo Wells. I have the young king, Alexis, who will be mediating as is his way. As I reminded him twice after he tried to get spicy under the Facebook post, I was like, well, I'll, I'll say, don't doctors hospital me. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you a mediate? <laughs> as is your way. How y'all doing? Are everyone good? Yeah, man. You good, man. Yeah, All right. Man. So, I'll let you take it away, Alexis. All right, so... The, the man of the hour, mm. Kanye West, Mr. Anti-Semite himself. We call him the man of the hour. I think that's where the drama start. Because I think the clarification need to be made as to exactly why we're doing this podcast. I don't want to mix up happening and think that we're doing it because someone's in support of Kanye's views. I think we talked about this on a part of the NBA podcast today as well. Mm. It's not that we're in support of Kanye's views or I am in support of Kanye's views. I just think that his entire... Bullshit fiasco has opened the door for us to have a broader discussion on what are black values today instead of letting the narrative be taken away by political organizations, social organizations, and look at where we are as a group of people, not only in America, but in the overall world at this point. Agreed. And I, I, I feel like this is where the conversation needs to be and not so much so on how stupid is Kanye West, this nigga's ass, all that kind of shit. All right, so let's circle around the room. How does everyone feel about Kanye's comments uh, as a whole? Because he said a fucking lot. <laughs> so we, I, I'll start. I was me and the Kyrie were talking about this no longer than yesterday, right? We're talking about Kyrie Irving actually, mm. and how people don't seem to get the anti-Semitism and why it's wrong what he did. So they're calling Shaq a coon. They call him Barkley a coon. Stephen A. Smith, who I always thought was a coon, but now they're even doubling down on that, and. Kanye said, the things that pissed me off about what Kanye said, I have no dog in the race with anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I, I actually can't wait for someone to explain to me. And I'm not saying this to be provocative or to be uh, misleading. I actually don't understand what he said was wrong. Um, I don't. But I know that uh, some people in the group are like, well, no, you can't call all of them rich, and that's anti-Semitism as well. So I'm, I'm waiting for an explanation for that. I know. I need an explanation on with, that one. Is, is the idea casting the dispersions that Jews have this secret cabal that is trying to influence society and mastermind the direction of the entire world? They they a lot of times feel like that's where the entire the hate Nazi from. propaganda came from, like judging them as the issue with the world, and that moved everything downhill. So I think anything that moves into that space that gives that idea, it moves into that anti-Semitic space. So basically, we just call in discrimination against the Jews, specifically anti-Semitism. Then. Yeah, that's that's the base of it. Any discriminatory e- factors against Jews. Even though what's being said as discriminatory is that, generally speaking, Jews are rich. I, To an extent, to this, an extent. This is kind of my confusion. But the confusion, see, the confusion exists because we don't view it in the space that they view it as. The idea that you're saying that secretly there's this there's this principle that Jews live by that they have to quote unquote direct the world, everything from politics to media, that puts them in the light that they are in some much way trying to be the negative factor in the room and they don't want that 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 to be said about them. Here's the thing though. Jews are they don't control culture. Well, I guess in fact, no, you know, See, this, this, you this know what? The problem yeah, comes Let me walk that back. Financially, they do control culture <laughs> to an extent, to an extent. But I ain't no Jewish athlete. Money's influence, right? Yeah, but see, with them it goes beyond. But this is why I don't know. But this is why I don't understand why they're that mad. 
Because if I'm black, let's say we switch places. Let's say the black and Jews switch places. The blacks have the culture and the money. At that point, if if uh, who um, um um name the white rapper, your boy uh, Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. If Jack Harlow comes out and says nigga nigga nigga, we can cancel him. Tell influence banks to cancel him. So the people with the power do what the fuck they gotta do. How we mad at them for being like fuck Kanye because he, he say, saying shit to us? Yeah. Well, see, but this this is the conversation that I that that I was trying to have in the chat the other day, which is when. When Kanye was doing all of the, you know, everything that he did against black culture mm-hmm. or against black people a few years back, right? Not a few years back. Well, he's been, he's been, the, on, the the he's been on that run for a while and it's, <laughs> and it's still to that degree. But you you have the responsibility to cancel him as being representative of black culture, right? Mm-hmm. So it was for black Americans or, or black people at large to, to cancel Kanye over anything that he had to do that was disparaging against black people. So, when the Jews, when he says something that's anti-Semitic, that's, that's who's going to do it. So, what I find confusing is the litany of people online who are saying, oh, well, now y'all want to cancel Kanye because he's saying all this stuff that's, you know, being deemed anti-Semitic. But y'all wasn't saying nothing when it was about black people. And I'm like, but, but that was y'all responsibility. Yeah, yeah but like, see, that, and that's the group facts. I'm in. See, that's where I have the issue because... Like, if we took on the same energies as the Jews took, where the second somebody say something out of pocket, we don't wait for, like, the media to check them. Like, the second you get off pocket with the Jews, no. The Jews in the room can check you. You see where I'm coming from? But you can go down any coffin, any hole, literally dog shitting on black people, and it's like, yeah, but, yeah, we can deal with that tomorrow. Yeah, or that. yeah but false God, the, the Jews checking... Versus the black check is two different checks. Explain to me. We can check you on Twitter. We can talk shit about you. We can read you up. We're going to have your back. The Jews have the power and the money to check you in a different way. And see, this is where I have the issue. But you can't we ask have them to represent si- us. No, no. Hear me out, Andrew. In a situation like this, I feel like we have more pull than the Jewish community. Hear me out. Kanye's contracts and all of that, they are tied to firms, they are tied to organizations, and in some way, shape, or form, those organizations, uh, uh, those contractual groups, they have Jews attached to it. Mm -hmm. But we as the black community, we are the sole, literally, if you look at the numbers, the majority of sales that Kanye uh, makes in sneakers, music, that's the black community. Mm -hmm. So you have this guy, and this goes for all rappers, and this is where my confusion lies. You could have a rapper make millions, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars, disrespecting our community, and then we say to ourselves, oh, no, but that's fire, though. That, that, that's a cool feature. He should get a drink in. No, they should do a mixtape. Worse than that, if, if white people came and said, hey, you know, you can't be doing that to your own people, in a lot of cases, what black people would do is say, hey, no, that's our own. Uh, but, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, it like, it why, goes why back to the concept of like, the word nigga. Right. Like, it's all fun and games until the next person says it and they point out like, oh, so if you say it like that and the media say, no, 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 no. You automatically disqualify yourself because you white, you this, you that. So you can't use the word. So in this case, we could disrespect ourselves, i.e. Kanye West, and we'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But the second another race does it, we're like, oh, no, you can't do it because you ain't down enough for you ain't cultured enough for you ain't us. But we accept the disrespect. It's the same thing, and it leads us into the conversation with Black Lives Matter. Oh. Like, we had this whole discussion on what the organization intended to be, but we never questioned or had an issue with what the results were. 
Like, we still dealing with the outcome of that. This is an organization that came up at one of the most grueling times, black mm-hmm. people. Bizarre. When the yeah. culture rallied together and say, hey, we had enough. You had players like Colin Kaepernick say, hey, I take in a knee. This is too much for us to deal with. We had organizations throughout America, shit, throughout the world in some instances, because I remember they had protests as far as mm-hmm. uh, places in, 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 in eastern Europe. part of Europe. Yeah. In the UK, everywhere. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So we saw the culture rally behind the fact that we will no longer stand for police brutality or unnecessary uh, 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 crimes against the black race. Everything was cool. Everything was dandy. Black Lives Matter sprung up. Nobody checked them. Nope. Like, it just spiraled into this whole yes. existence because of the term Black Lives yep. Matter. We rallied behind that with no checks and balances on what that organization was all about. Yes, but the reason for that, I think, was because niggas didn't donate to Black Lives Matter. No black people lost money to Black Lives Matter. Maybe one or two celebrities. But I don't know no niggas who was like, let's go donate. You know why? Because we didn't we didn't know them niggas. I knew <laughs> we, me. we See, didn't know this, them niggas. No, but this is where this is this is where the, the point of distinction becomes important. Because you as a black Bahamian mm-hmm. is very different from black Americans. Right. No, right? no, no. And this is where this is where social media plays such a big <sighs> role in this discussion. Black culture has now taken off to the point that it isn't separated by boundaries anymore. We identify with the same celebrities. Here's why mm-hmm. I disagree. Go ahead. Here, here's the point in which I disagree. You hop in your car to go to work on Monday morning, mm-hmm. right? You have zero fear of being pulled over by a white police officer and shot. Facts. Zero. That's true. Right? That's true. And and in this conversation, that is particularly important because that's when, when you start to talk about the, the Black Lives Matter and what they came up around, mm-hmm. you don't have that experience. No, none of, none, no, you, you no, don't. no, so, hear me out. We have Caribbean privilege. We have Caribbean privilege. But you also have Caribbean sense. We had this conversation back when- Which we, is a thing. When we were having this conversation a few months back and Andrew said, when I go to the States, I, I am a big black man. What so, I do is I small up myself because, no, but, but, but it goes to my point. See. We, we talk, you're talking about Black Lives Matter in a very particular way, but I, I want to pull the conversation out a little bit further, right? What do you think ultimately, so for black people, particularly in America, what do you think the outcome was of Black Lives Matter for black people on a broad scope? Nothing. No Zero happened. All, all, I, they, all it was posture. I disagree. Help me. It didn't help them in any way. Okay, so we agree, we agree on that, mm-hmm. right? There was no help to it. Mm-hmm. But it actually harmed black people in a very specific way. Okay. When all you hear is, if you get pulled over by a police officer, you must fear for your life, right? So y- your body works in, you, you learn stress, right? Mm-hmm. And so prior to BLM, prior to there being, because I imagine there were videos for a long time of people being shot, you know, whether or not it was proven or, or not to be lawful or unlawful, right? This is the, there have been body cams, there have been dash cams for a long time. So we got to this point where all of a sudden, there's all of this footage everywhere, this movement pops up, and now the numbers of black people who get into these types of incidents have gone up. Because what you've done is you've created this culture of fear. So now, going back to the difference between black Americans and black people elsewhere, my sister-in-law traveled right before the pandemic started, and they got pulled over. They, were, they, were, they had rented a, a Mercedes Jeep, her and a friend, both black women girls, got pulled over, and there was she was sweating profusely in the car because she had been taught, based on everything that had been happening, that you are supposed to be in fear in this moment. When you have nothing in your, your own personal experience, right? So now apply that to 
black people who live in America every but day. But BLM didn't teach us that. My mother taught me that. I just was about to say. My, my, no, no, no. My mother culture. taught me that. No, no one. No, culture, no. no. Let me relax. It's culture taught us that. And how I know culture taught us that? Because from we were minors, everybody would tell you, hey, this is how you carry yourself. Yeah. Whether it's no, here, but, whether it's no, there. No, no, but what BLM did was instilled fear. See, what your parents you always taught you. No, 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 no. What your parents taught you was be respectful. No. Right? What they taught you was, no, no, no they might have told you it's not a safe space. But Andrew, they weren't telling you every day when you wake up. If you get pulled over by a cop, if you get pulled over by a cop, when BLM was there and uh, that's everything you see on the news every day, beloved, because you don't remember, that experience. Beloved, beloved, I did a year in Nashville. I did a year doing psychology in Nashville. Before I went to Nashville, my mother and father sat me down, sat me down, and said, "You are a big nigger. Right? <laughs> if you get pulled over by the cops, hands on the wheel, don't move. Yeah. These niggas waiting for a reason. That was in two thousand one. I hear you. And I, I, I know several other. Now they're about to go. Now, go, now I went to Kentucky, yeah. my nigga. Like, right. you had to have. Black parents have to have that conversation. But it's the scope and the scale of it, right? So, like, individual now conversations. Individual I'll, I'll conversations you between you and a family you member is different from you turn on your news every day. You turn on your I Facebook, agree. your Twitter, your Instagram every day. I and I you're seeing that. George that. Floyd. What, you're seeing what, what, all of these different people. Yeah, because what BLM did, in my opinion, they made it palatable to attack it through media. What I mean to say is, now it's popular for you to say, nah, don't just let it happen. Capture it on tape. That's mm. what BLM did. So now, when we talk about the fact that you're seeing more videos, is because of pushes by groups like BLM to say, hey, we're going through this. Record so, it. But it's not actually but it's not helped black people. Even it's in not, the recording, it's, it's not. actually caused more issues. It's, it's caused more because, because you have, you you have regular you issue. Have, no, but you have regular everyday black people yeah. who would not have responded that way before, yeah. who now have the idea that even me as an educated black person, if I'm driving in my nice car in my nice neighborhood, if a police pulls me over, I now must be like they wouldn't have had that before because you're being bombarded with it every day. Right. And so now you see the numbers of these interactions, not not where you see it, because you don't see it anymore right because blm accomplished what it was supposed to accomplish which was to get biden in office mm. because that ultimately the mm. donations the donations to blm if you went on the website they told you it was going to the democratic party and mm. that was before the election yeah and i mean i don't mean to sound conspiracy theorist but who controls media in the states primarily jews well see that's getting funny. back to your point but in terms <laughs> of no no but in terms of of from a a, a party standpoint right mm -hmm. It's Democrats. That's mainstream. Yeah. That is mainstream. So when you put everything together, it's like, okay, so yes, they accomplished what they accomplished, and now all of a sudden you don't see the videos as much anymore, but you're still seeing the numbers of black people who are involved in these types of incidents and who are losing their lives in, sort of, in these sorts of incidents are going up, but yet you see less videos. Yeah. Mm. So that's why I say, like, it, it, we, we like to blanket it as though BLM did nothing, but it actually did a, so much to harm the black community in America and you know in, what? In, 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 in the ways that it still did nothing to help them. And again, this is why I made not the just point. Passive. This is why I made the point about Kanye. For everything, for every fucked up, stupid, dumb stuff he said, he still shined a light on an issue that we as black people just were yes. non knowledgeable. But, like, you, but you can't sandwich that in with bullshit. Yeah, you, you, you can't see, say it's fuck not, shit. No, it's not me sandwiching it. No, 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 I, no, I don't mean but you. See, I don't mean you. No, no, I mean Kanye. Yeah. You can't, pardon me. You can't sandwich it with bullshit. You can't be like, well, he ain't really kneel on George Floyd neck. Big facts, big facts, big facts. But you know what? Black people didn't support me when my black children, beloved, you married a hooker. Yeah. 
You married a white Armenian hooker. <laughs> you made a choice. I, I'm not responsible for your fucking children. But, see, but not again. just that. I think the issue with Kanye is, like, we had this conversation. Like, mm-hmm. is it the message or is it the messenger? Because some of it is the message, but a lot of it is the messenger. No, right? see, to and, then, both. And, and then some of it is that it's not just the messenger. It's the fact that we have to always maintain in this equation that we know that he has a documented mental problem. Yeah. And so when you factor that in, you have to think about like the, the, the way that works and the way that manifests. So you having things that pop up from him where it's like, you don't know if that's in the middle of a manic state. You don't know, you don't know what that is. And so you have these things that come out of this stream of consciousness where there might be some truth in it, but there might be some craziness. And it might just be some stuff that's just completely not true. And it ain't even about crazy or not crazy, right? And I think that's a part of the problem with Kanye being the person at the center. That's why I told you, if, if, if we minus the message or this and focus on the message itself, and even if you do that, you'll find 80% of what he says is just hogwash. That's why I keep saying, like, let's open the dialogue. Let's not focus on who said it or exactly what he said. Let's look at the wider issue and how it's being treated. Because a lot of people, even though wild people like Kyrie Irving, the theorists, and all these weird people in these small social media circles, they eat this shit up. So there is a conversation to be had to say, well, why do some black people feel this way as opposed to the white I don't. I don't like that Bahamian Christian methodology. I don't like that's That's Bahamian Christians. Mm-hmm. Well, don't, don't listen. Just because he raped a little boy and he do this, and he, she do his wife next XYZ, he still have a word. Don't ever look at the shepherd, look at the message. Beloved. <laughs> that's Fox. Beloved. That's Fox. You can't ask me to say, well, don't look at what Kanye... See, when you put it like that, like, I, I got a Bible. That's the Bahamian yeah, Christian yeah, me- yeah. methodology. Well, don't look at Kanye said... Kanye has a history of talking shit. Kanye has Kanye has a history of just going off top. Kanye has his he's 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 chaotic. I mean as not a neutral chaos. To his credit to an extent. I mean, a lot of shit when he in this manic state that he was in a few weeks ago, he tends to lean back into all that knowledge that he Kanye you know, has the energy of a village road Jonesa. He's gonna talk a lot of shit. And some and you you'll be right. What you car. keep forgetting, wow. what you keep forgetting. Think about it. You'll be right with you, I think you said, you know what? That Jonesa actually had a point about the political system, you know. But he was also very drunk on Aristocrat. So like <laughs> But you gotta remember in that drunken manic state that he's in, boy, he come from a a, a lineage, his mom. An educated professor yeah. is that Journalist, excellent history. Like you have to look at all these factors and say, he's he he has a bit of knowledge. He's in a foundation. Him. You see where I'm coming from. So, mm-hmm. like where he is, is where he is now is all through the challenges that he's faced over this period of time trying to be- become the celebrity, but become you know, a billionaire. But this is what I told my wife when we were having a conversation about this. Right, the the issue with Kanye is Kanye likes to associate himself with educated people, with people mm-hmm. with interesting ideas. Right, and no matter where you land on Candace Owens, there's some sense to what she does. Same thing, there's a lot of it that's problematic, right? Bitch. Right? But at the same time, Kanye is like, so if, if, so, follow me on this. Mm-hmm. If, you gotta sit up for this shit. If Candace Owens is Wilson from Tool Time, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye is Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Fuck. Which is, you have somebody who is trying to regurgitate the sense of someone else, right? You know the image I got my head just now? <laughs> is Tim Allen standing at that fence, mm-hmm. literally going through shit, and then Wilson on the next side of the fence saying some profound shit that could change his life. Mm-hmm. Right. And Tim just being there like, you know what? That summed up everything I'm feeling. I have the resolution I need. And he goes back into the house and 
he adjusts his life according to with this no, dude see, who you've never seen the next but see, it, it wasn't just the adjustment part. He would try to explain to his family, to his <laughs> wife, to his kid, whatever, in that situation, what Wilson said. Uh. And that's where Kanye falls, where it's like, he may have taken something, whether it's his mom, his dad, you know, somebody else who he's related to or affiliated with that has knowledge, and he's trying to say it in his own way, but then you get so much is lost in translation. And so for me, it's like, that, that's my, that was my view of it. It's just like, you have, there may be sense in there somewhere, but it's not necessarily his. And then it's that confusion when you, when you factor in all of the everything that is Kanye West in terms of the mental issues, everything that, that, that comes into play. And that becomes the challenge when you have this conversation because you're not just talking about Kanye West entertainer. You're talking about Kanye West you know, entrepreneur, businessman, you're also talking about Kanye West, mental patient, mm -hmm. right? And I, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. It's just, it's a, it's a meaningful no, it's part facts. of the conversation. It's, 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 it's a fact. It's and a this, fact. this is why, again, we had a brief part of this discussion on our football part earlier. Well, basketball, I think, when we're talking about the Kyrie Irving situation. Mm -hmm. what, what, pardon me, go on, sorry. But the issue at the base of it is you have a dude who's very limited in his scope and he's in this state. Mm -hmm. And he battles through the idea that I feel in some way I'm being afflicted. I feel in some way that I'm being threatened, I'm being held down. And when I look around the room, my lawyer's Jewish. My accountant is Jewish. Mm -hmm. The dude signing my contract. You made a choice to have them he be did. fucking Jewish though, nigga. And this is the point I made to Nala again earlier today. Nigga, I mean, no, same thing with Kyrie. You have these people that are put in these spaces where we think... Because they make millions of dollars now, it automatically comes with knowledge. That's not the case. Using Jay-Z as an example, as I did earlier today. You have these dudes who, when they get into this space, you have two options. Either you just ride the wave of you do what Jay-Z and LeBron did. But there's a lot of knowledge here that I need to get. I need to get knowledge yourself. I need to go through this process to understand. Same thing. We could compare Kyrie with LeBron. LeBron got into the league. What was the first thing he said? Why am I going to pay dudes like this a bunch of money to handle my shit? When I could just send my niggas off, let them get their education, and they come back, and we move up the ladder together. Mm -hmm. Same thing Jay did. Why in the world am I going to pay all these people billions of dollars to make money off of me when I can operate these businesses that they're going to create off of me? So then why am I feeling sorry for Kanye for having no, Jewish people around I'm not saying no, no, feel sorry for Kanye. What I'm saying is at some point we can have these conversations where we say we have hundreds of... In some instances, I think between the NFL, the NBA, and baseball, you have thousands of young black males that go from 19 to 20 and turn into millionaires that make billions of dollars for these big multinational brands. And we say to ourselves, but where's the education that comes with that? And they don't get it. No, there's none because so, a lot of times what happens is when you look at it, there's probably, what, 70 to 75% of those same people who end up broke when they get out of whatever Because of the in, lack of education. Or whatever. But we say to ourselves in, yeah. that these are the people that impact our community the most. Between I'll, them and rappers, they impact our no, communities the I'll most. See, but that goes back to media, right? This, this goes back to the whole problem. You, it's presented as though who you should look up to is the black rapper, the black actor, the the the, the athlete, right? And I feel that's, like we that's that's what's like presented. But you have black lawyers, you have black educators, you have black judges, black magistrates. You have people in those spaces. Yeah, they are see. not presented as as who you should look up to. But we, yeah, but see, it, it, but we no, but then, no, but this goes but, back to Kanye's point. Who controls the media? It's not so much the media, though. I think it's two things we need to consider. 
the first thing we need to consider is that we, we, we need to go back to grassroots because we're talking from a place of privilege. And by a place, from a place of privilege, I mean we're three college-educated gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We've, we've jobs that we're consistent in. We don't we've come from five companies. We've, we've stayed with the companies long enough. So I said, say this. I'm a rapper. I'm from Atlanta. I'm broke as shit. I have a good pen. This company, this A&R, this black A&R sees I have a good pen. He's like, you know what? We want you to rap for rap 10th year seniors. You know who's the head of that? Some Jewish nigga. I'm poor. Let's not, I'm let's broke. Take, let's take Jewish out of it and say some rich white dude. Some rich white dude. Pardon yeah. me. So I'm poor. I'm broke, right? I've never seen money. They're like, you know, we can give you a million dollars in your contract. Now, we know how those contracts work. You got to pay that shit back yeah. in album sales and effort. Almost 10 times over. Exactly. You got to pay that shit back. I don't care. You just gave me a fucking million dollars. So now I signed that contract. And we're not talking about low-level people. It happened to Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. who just got out his shit. It, it happened to Kanye. It happened to set rappers. The, um, um, the Cold Crush. Chasey talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. We can't fault these niggas for that. Now, when you have sense, to your point about Kanye... Mother was a what? She was a, Father was a what? Journalist. So why you sign with them Jewish niggas? Because you knew better. You talk about oh well, my old lady you know was a black, the, fuck, the most the black part about that is shit. There are he not, didn't sign to them Jewish niggas first. He signed the them and over them. You know what happened after he got big? Mm-hmm. Did the same thing, and I gotta give no Go credit on. for this. He was that first nigga in the space to say, you know what? I won't be like them white people. So I go cool. with those white people. So let me ask you a question. When it came to his companies, his warehouses, and his designers, their majority what? Yeah. yeah. When it came to his top office, that top half, it was a majority what? Yeah. What? That's a choice. Yeah. Don't kind of be no fucking, y'all, the culture didn't protect me. Nigga, you didn't protect yourself. One thing about me, I always say, keep black women around you. Keep an educated black woman around you. You can never go fucking wrong. I am about to say no niggas. It just so happened we doing this, we have 10th year seniors, and it just so happened we have... X amount of smart niggas who ain't gonna fuck up the brand. Well, right. not all. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, but, but 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 let's not play this game and act like you chose to put Kanye loves white validation. I hate sounding like Charlemagne right now, but he loves white validation. He wants that cosign. He only fucks with niggas when it's convenient. Let's tell the truth. No, but I mean, I mean, you go back to his earliest days. Dude said, you know, when you get on. Even for white girls, no, that's and, 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 but that's, which but that's again, again, but, but, but that, the black, that is also the like black community didn't call him out on that shit instantly. It no, turned into the no, 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 and, and this Where is was the, the consensus? Hmm? Where was the consensus on that speech? This is what I'm saying, and this is the difference where I'm saying we could take elements of the discussion and open it up wider. When black communities call Kanye out for that, it wasn't a consensus. No, it, wasn't. it was a fight amongst us to figure out how we should respond to this. And he was allowed to ride on. Every time he fucked up and he did anything unapologetically to the black community, we had an argument amongst ourselves. No, because the but music I, was good. This is what I'm saying. The Yeezys look good. This, this is Very what I'm saying. This, and that's, <laughs> and that's no, no, what no, we no, are. Yeah. That's what we but, are as a but community. But that was the thought process. BLM again. When them dudes is out there striking and 
protesting and burning up cities that look all oh, black people finally standing up for themselves. They rather fuck shit up than to sit down and get laid on for the next 10, 15. We was good with that. It was distracting from the point, but nothing, nothing of importance was done. And we okay with that today. Well, I don't think we're okay with it. I think that we don't have the power to do anything to but change see, it. No, but this goes How? back. But this How goes, don't this, we? No, but this goes back to, see, and this is what has stressed me out about these conversations. This goes back to the we problem, right? You are not black Americans. Mm. That, that is the difference. Mm. That is the difference. So you, in this room, you we, we all understand that BLM did nothing for black people, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know that the majority of black Americans realize that realize that or sit down and marinate on that or think about it to realize that that's not the case and that's a part of the problem so that's why i said when we when this conversation happens that you you have to have the delineation in the we because i think a lot of educated caribbean and 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 other black people from other cultures can look at and be like but they ain't do shit for black people right Mm. but then the black americans for some reason by and large don't see it but see no we feed into we feed into the hype because we eat so much of that American culture. What I what what I'm saying is it's this: true. what That's I say, true. It's true. If you look at every Caribbean nation to a man and you say, "Hey, how y'all is lean politically?" Damn near all of these Caribbean islands is lean to the right. All Republican. Us? Oh my god! I talking about laying oh on the right. God, we would. For, we, we second, would elect Trump second. For, for multiple reasons. That's the point. For mm. multiple but reasons. the second you start this conversation about what it is to operate as a black person in the U, how dare y'all vote Trump in? I'm pres- I mean, I'm a child. Prime Minister Zine had similar views. First of all, we, we had this conversation when that election was going on. If we had a, a prime ministerial candidate who said, we getting rid of every illegal immigrant mm-hmm. in this place, mm-hmm. we would have eaten landslide. that up. That would have been a landslide, landslide. victory. I, I watched my old man, rest in peace, I watched him cry when Obama got elected. While, but, sim- while simultaneously believing... Gay people watch. should be killed. Right. Haitians should be shipped the fuck off. Any nigga who say Haitian, it's a wrap. Like I, like he. But here's the problem. But see, that that that's the thing, right? It's it's. This is always also my confusion because we as black people around the world, in a lot of instances, celebrated Obama, right? Mm-hmm. But historically. Democratic presidents do nothing for our country. No, they do zero. We, yeah. We've I, I always thrived more we still, under we, Republicans. We've been off Republicans. We no, no, still suffering under some of the economic plans put in by Barack no, Obama. No, exactly. That offshore banking but, shit but, fucked us but, up. But, but, but you reason, can't yeah. have that conversation even sometimes with no, Bahamians because it's like, well, that's our president. That's not your country. That man did more to hurt your country. Yep. But yet you stand up because you share the same skin color, but there's so much difference in your ideals. But see, this is where I think we're all connected. That's what the black community in the U.S. suffers through. The idea that they can't differentiate because the Democratic Party is so the idea that we are the group. No, no, but false God. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm not even disagreeing with you. That's all of us, though. That's what, that's what I just said. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, I, no but I mean, I mean, even the Caribbean. We saw a black man with a black wife and black children. We said, we that's on his team. That's yeah. our president. Th- that nigga would be like, I want to legalize coke and I want to rape babies. He'd be like, yeah, that's it. Hey, no, he's but it was, a nigga. But it was so, the same thing with, with Clinton, right? Who was the, the first. The, that nigga the, played the saxophone the, once. The, 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 the original <laughs> first black president, right? All he had to do is he could have played music. That's it. That was it. He went around City Hall and played the saxophone. He was like, nigga. <laughs> like, no, but 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 that's the thing, right? 
it's the same idea. A lot of people in our culture loved Clinton, but at the same time, he's a Democratic president, which means we didn't really win off of him being president. And that's the issue. We won more off of Trump being president, but then you can't, you can't say that or you can't be happy about it. You can't be pleased about it, right? For as, as, as messed up as Trump can be in some of his things. So like, that's even why if you talk to a lot of religious black Bahamians and Bahamians in general, mm -hmm. as much as they will say, you know, Trump this and how y'all could vote Trump in, when you get them to talk about what he actually supported in terms of his his initiatives and, and what he pushed from a, a, a legislative standpoint, it was in step and in tandem with what a lot of Bahamians believe and agree with. But, and that's the confusion point for people. But at some point, we need to have the conversation beyond the political ideologies that black people have kind of been indoctrinated isn't the word I'll, I'll, I'll think of it later but we're instinctful in our protection of black people so we stand in solidarity with anything black we stand in solidarity with anything that's like i didn't know george floyd we but should this, have, we, we should have been mourning george floyd the way we did but i i watched it i cried i was like wait but this that could is, have been me but this is why when when people sit back and say black is not a monolith that is mm. such an important conversation to, ha to have because I think the more that black people, especially black Americans, can appreciate that, recognize the differences that you can be black and be Republican and that's okay, right? That, that those we sorts of conversations... that conversation. No, but that's... The, no, but that's no, 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 no. But the fact that we're not adult enough to have that conversation is a part of the problem because you, 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 you want to say that you, you, we're not a monolith, but then you want to act as though... We are a monolith. And, and because you, you, you look at it as strength in numbers, and the only way you have the strength in numbers is if we all believe and walk and think and talk and act the exact same way. But that's not how this works. Because at the end of the day, when, 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 you, talk about, when you talk about it, you know what actually runs the world? Money. Perhaps. So when you talk about when those people go into Rome, all of the billionaires and multi-billionaires, you know what they say their color is? Green. They're not black. They're not white. They're not Hispanic. They're not Jew. They're not... They're not Arab, they not none of that. They green because money is what talks. But this idea that for black people to succeed, they all have to be of one mind is what's so damaging to getting progress. Yeah, it's damaging because from the standpoint of society telling them that the other side is what's holding you back. And again, I hate to say it to Kanye's credit. This is this this is where you have to breed the understanding. Black people have been, and Andrew didn't want to use it, but I'm going to use the word, ingrained to believe. Thank you. That's the word. Thank you. They've been brought up to believe that that other side is what is destroying our society. But no, don't look at who's actually firing the guns. Don't look at who's actually robbing these stores. Don't look at who's actually destroying our schools. Minus out all of that. That who's other it? side and their politics is what's destroying us. So let me ask you a question. If you were, both of you, if y'all were American... And y'all have the y'all have the privilege of being from the outside looking in to see what it is. Mm -hmm. Y'all voting Democrat or Republican? Depending on the state. Mm. For president, I can't I can't look at nothing Joe okay. does. But you, so and governors. Okay. But if it's the state, if I'm in New York, I'm voting Democrat. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. You live in a liberal city. You have to understand California the same thing. What if it's Florida? Florida, bro, that's a retirement community. You got a lot going on up there. 
I'll have the road. Like, they have Cubans moving in every day. Yep. They have people from the Caribbean moving every... That's like you sitting down with me right now and saying, bro, you have a problem with all these people coming in from other countries, taking the minimum wage jobs that Bahamians can be doing? Of course I do, because our people need jobs too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So to look at me and say, well, are oh, these immigrants working jobs that Bahamians don't want to work? It's not the same. You see where I'm coming from? Because you have a space where those jobs are still needed by somebody. What would you like See, I have to ask the question a different way. I, I would only put myself in a position to live in a state that aligns with my beliefs and my values. So when you talk about things like in so many of the democratic states, they're push, pushing things like CRT and all of these sorts big of things. Now to do that. No, 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 no. But what, for me, what I would do is I would plant myself in a Republican state because I would want to put... So I, I have a kid... Right, so I have to think about when my kid goes to school. What are, what what are they going to try and grain in her? So when you have people who are trying to to tell black people that, you know, yes, you are lesser than your white counterparts, and you're trying to tell the white people that yes, you are better than your black counterparts, and and you have to suffer for that and all these things, and it's just like, my kid goes to school, she don't see color, mm-hmm. legitimately, like she couldn't tell you, like you ask my kid, what's our colors, she would say dark brown, brown, light brown. Mm-hmm. There is no black, there is no white. Mm-hmm. Right. So from that perspective, I would have to plant my family in a space where I feel comfortable. I'm not I'm not going to plant myself in a, in, a, in a state where they're going to encourage um, dry queens to come into the, the primary school and to put it on said. display. Right. That's why so I just for said me, the bag is too big now because this new political landscape doesn't offer us offer us the simple Right or left choice. Or nuance, yeah. We have the all right, you go far off the fucking ledge. Yeah. Then you have these people who are far leftists who that are, are on the extreme the route. Yep. That way off the ledge. Like, you have some people who are Democrats, they'd be like, yeah, but you ain't got to do that. But, you know but now is? to be Democrat, you have to completely take on this idea that no, kids should be taught no, no. this. At this point, this should happen. Gay rights should be like this. I should see representation in But it's like TV everything show. else. What we see is the most extreme, yeah. right? So that doesn't mean that it's the majority. It's just, it just means that that's the loudest voice in the room. The, the majority? loudest voice in the room tends to be what is most extreme because they, ha- they almost can't contain it. They have to be that loud yeah. with it. And that's a part of the problem because you, you, you can't, you, we can't automatically say that the alt-left or the alt-right is the majority they're in not. either group. They're but they're the loudest damn ones, and that's the problem. And see, the majority of people I have found, not Bahamians, Americans are reasonable. They're reasonable. The majority of Americans oh, no, feel like, you, you know what? you Bahamians ain't reasonable? I'm just trying to clarify. The majority, no. Oh, okay. Not at all. The majority of Bahamians are un- un- they're the opposite of that. They are unreasonable. If you see them in yellow and you disrespect them. I'll say it out loud. We're not a a reasonable people. But uh, the majority of Americans, I find, are reasonable. Therefore, gay rights, just don't cut your child dick off at eight. I'm for you being transgender. Just do. If you can't drink or go to war to a certain age, why should you be allowed to change your sex at a certain age? This is my problem with Dwayne Wade. I, I'm all for little Zaya, whatever the fuck his name is. I'm all for him. God bless. Go be a gal, boy. Go be a gal when you're 18, though. Yeah. Go be a gal. I was an extremely, extremely effeminate young man. I grew up around all women. My old man, I, I quick story. Driving my, driving my old man, my sister said something. I said, child, please don't make me sneeze. I was supposed to go with my Grammy, where all the girls was. My mom said, stay in the car. He dropped me Culmersville in the <laughs> middle of the hood by my other Grammy, where dudes was killing dudes. He was like, this is where you need to be because you need to curse. But I wasn't gay. 
I never had a gay thought in my, in my life. Right. But what I was was... But see, that's the other problem, right? What, what What's happened in that space is you take anyone who has the, the slightest effeminate approach, behavior, whatever, and then you automatically say, well, obviously, it's because you're gay. Right. right. So imagine right. if you were growing up in America at this time. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have said to you, well, obviously, Andrew, you, you, you clearly lean in towards the other. And they, they would have pushed you. I had on tights and tank tops. Yeah. I, 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 glo- no, I was wearing heels and shit, but we, we, didn't have, we didn't have a lot of money. My lady was like, we could put all the money into your education for right. kids in Kingsway. Right. So like, I had hand me down for my sisters that were reasonable or unisex. Right. So if you saw me back in the day with my belly showing in the tights, <laughs> you were like, yo, I do like all the man in the world. But really, I was trying to pursue, as a matter of fact, to make it worse, I was trying to juice every white girl in my class. I was just an effeminate dude. But my dad, thank God, was in my life to be like, you know, let's curve this shit. Quick, right now in America, in LA, my dick will be off. Yeah. Do you like boys? I, 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 what, what does that mean? Well, you acting like you like boys. All right. Bet. No, but, but that's true because, no, because <laughs> God was laughing. But it's that's true. the way the conversations are being taken. And that's the problem. Because you have people who have kids that haven't hit pu- puberty yet that no. they're putting on puberty suppressing drugs because a seven-year-old Had is confused dream. as to whether or not that they, they they like the same sex or the opposite sex and so you you move them into a decision point that they are so completely unprepared for like you said to your point if you can't drive you can't drink you can't vote you can't go off the wall how the hell you can decide to change your sex the reason i laughed the way i did just now and again this is a kanye centric part so I could do it like this. It was three main points he made in his rant that I want us to discuss mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. The first one is the right to an abortion. That's the biggest thing during the American midterms that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest points that he made. Oh, that you had Planned Parenthood literally sprinkled throughout all black communities. That's the reason so many homes struggle. That's the reason for so many other issues. How do you feel about that, he, that claim? He's not wrong. Someone going to tell me which is it. You can't tell me that the average person is going to look like Alexis in t- a- by 2028 and then tell me we're killing too many kids. Which is it? Like, what are the stats? What are the real numbers? Either we're killing too many kids. If, if you tell me we're killing too many kids and white, black people are going to be um, out of here by X amount of time, it's not then that. I'm with you. It's, it's, I don't think that's the conversation. I think the conversation is black people would have been less of a minority if these things weren't planted in and around their communities. But, but, now, the problem is it goes beyond that because we have that, that com- he, had, he was having that conversation as a black-centric point. Right. The issue with his conversation is that is a a, a minority and part, that's more of a class-driven point than a color-driven point. So I but imagine- when it started, was in class. No, no, it, it didn't start that way. But the problem is, if you think that's about- the crux it, of it. No, but no, 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 the crux of it was race initially it but was no but no, we but can't we can't we can't we can't bridge off it like that's not where it started no but at the same point we, we live in a space now where it's actually more about class Cla- now than now now because no but to, but, to, but, he spoke but to that point you're talking in the now time in the now time Good. it's not just near black communities it's near any community that is impoverished or that is is somewhat undesirable, right? right. So you think about it, the, the the idea that a lot of these people have who, who you, you, you say are in control of the world and trying to control where the world is headed, the idea is you want to get rid of the undesirables. Mm-hmm. And the undesirables would be the mentally ill, so which is why if you think about 
gender dysphoria, if you think about that whole process as an actual mental illness, right? That is why you encourage them to go into spaces that would make them sterile. Mm -hmm. Because now you have, over time, the intent is you have less of them, right? It's why you put the abortion clinics near impoverished areas. Now, that is predominantly going to be dominated by, sadly, black and brown people. But you also have them near... The, the 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 uneducated white population centers as well because the idea is you're trying to get rid of that entire subset of right. people which is as much about class as it is about color so the point of making it black specific he's wrong on but the idea that yes these places these these abortion clinics are placed near areas where community where people who the upper echelon would say is undesirable is a fact and me and my wife were looking at the numbers if the the if you look at the repopulation rate, it's not as close as, as that, and it probably won't get there. But the 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 amount of black aborted babies has the 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 black population down by I think something like thirty or forty percent of what it could have been if it was just that you know the abortion clinics were were scattered everywhere and not just mm-hmm. in in specific to those lower income communities. Yeah, so, I. I <laughs> There is, here, here's my struggle with this abortion conversation, right? You know, before we get into this deep, where are y'all on Roe versus Wade? If we can do it, let's do it. If we can pawn this part. I can let you take it. Oh, you know, I'll go first because it looks like I'm probably going to be the one who's going to be single <laughs> out of this. I don't think we should be able to tell women what to do with their bodies. Let me start there. However... If you try to abort a baby beyond the first trimester, I have a problem with that. I have a problem when you got a fully functional human inside of you and you change your mind month eight. But the first trimester, when it's just a cluster of stuff and nonsense, okay. I, have no, I, I have no problem with that in the slightest. I think that I'm not mad at them. I see people get this conversation confused. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't ban abortion. They gave it to the states. Correct. And a lot of states were like, you know what? We're for it. We're against it. We're for it. We're against it. And you know what it allows you to do? It allows you, based on your beliefs, to live in a state that lines up with your beliefs. Right. right? I agree. So for me, from that I perspective, I just I, I, I think point. it shouldn't be a federal level thing. It should be where mm-hmm. it's at the state, state level. level. And so that people can, can decide. Because I think Roe Ro versus Wade made it a, a federal thing, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, I... As someone who's gone through the journey of pregnancy with my wife. Clearly. And seeing the <laughs> scans and all of that. See, I, I, I even disagree with the first trimester thing. To me, so I, I, have, a, I have a different viewpoint on this. I, okay. I, I believe fully in personal responsibility. You go into a gynecologist's office and you look on the wall and there are 15 different methods of contraception mm-hmm. prior to you having a child, even conceiving the baby, right? Mm-hmm. There's also... 15? 15. Boy? I, I think I took a picture of it. Uh, anyway. I but got one. My pull-up game was immaculate. That's one. But there's 15, <laughs> right? And then it doesn't even account for the plan B pill, right? So technically, there's 16 different ways that you can, before the baby is conceived, prevent yourself from having a kid. Okay. Why are we so intent on doing it after the fact? Why can't it be personal responsibility? So you have abstinence. Okay, fine. A lot of people ain't going to be in on that one. You have pullout. You have plan B. You have condoms. You have female condoms. You have all of these different things, right? So 
why isn't it that you just take the freaking responsibility up front? You want to have sex, you don't want to get pregnant. There's 15 different ways to stop it, right? With different varying levels of 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 being successful, mm-hmm. right? So to me, no, once that baby is conceived, so here's the thing. By the time you get to six weeks, mm-hmm. there's by the time you get to six to eight weeks, there's a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You have little stumps of arms and legs that are coming out. The the brain is starting to develop. You have a a living, growing organism. So I don't even agree with the first trimester because my thing is you had sixteen freaking other ways you could have done this. Beloved, you talking to me? I'm I'm planning to be daddy. But, I, you, but but you understand what I'm saying, though, right? <laughs> yeah. So from that perspective, that's why for me it's like okay. Once you get into that conversation, I'm of a different viewpoint because you had sixteen other ways. But all we focusing on is the one way where it's actually killing something that has already started to develop. And that's my issue with it, right? Good. So, and for me, I hate when we get into the conversation of what about the, that's the, the rape thing is 1%. 1% of total abortions are by rape victims, 1%. So let's not pretend like we can have the conversation. This is not to be uh, insensitive, but no, that's also no. 1% of the entire conversation. It's minority. Right? And so you also can't trump it up as, oh, well, you know, what about the rape? That's 1%. So to me, no, this this is a non-starter. But that, that, again, that's my that's because of my just personal beliefs and viewpoint. No, I respect right? that. I respect so that that's my stance on it. If to have the conversation, yes, let that be the state level because then you can move. So if your state decides that they it, they not in alignment with your beliefs, you have the opportunity to move and move to a place that does align with your beliefs and live on your life happily. Right. So that's my stance on it. If, if the the Roe v Wade. Yes, let it be at the state level, not at the federal level. Yo, we low-key Republicans. <laughs> no, but my point in this situation is simple. I feel like it should be legal, but hear me out. This, and to Alexis' point, the same energy you give to that, it should be the same energy you give to sex education. Mm, it should be I the same agree. energy you give to all those different forms of contraception that Alexis Agreed. mentioned. I feel like we go straight to this end point. We don't want to police morality or teach morality. But we expect people to know it. And then when we get to this point, a lot of times, and to take it back to the black community, we see issues where you have young men, young girls who come up and you think that, and they and they, they make these mistakes and we say to them, well, the mistake they made, you got to deal with it this way. But we don't go back and teach them like, hey, these are the steps that you, you know what's in the way of that? You know what's in the way of that? Go ahead. Christians. Christians don't want sex education. What are you going to teach them? What are you going to... Yeah, but you... D- that's how you got little pre-cum. Because you didn't have the edu- fucking education. That's how you got him. If you teach these children, you know what? You're not teaching these children to fuck. You teach them to do this is what happens when you fuck. Don't yeah. just No, but here, here's the joke about that, right? Like, I went to a Catholic school. In sixth grade, we sat down and we we did sex ed. They taught us about well, legit. the whole nine. Yeah, I was in enormous one. They taught us how to grade six. Kingsway didn't teach us shit. <laughs> you was in Kingsway for primary school? Yeah. But Kingsway isn't even a, a necessarily religious affiliation. They're non-denominational, but they love Jesus. They lie. No, they just hate rosters. They do. 100%. 100%. <laughs> anyway, Don't be hating vegetables, we, nigga. We get it off topic. <laughs> you have to what I'm buying. saying is, again, <laughs> see, I when I went to SAC, 7th, 8th, ninth grade, we repeated a lot of the same stuff, just a little bit more advanced because of where you were. So it's not, even that is kind of unfair because in Christian schools, they are teaching it. Sack teaching them, sack teaching them. No, but, sex we, episode, but, but, but not yeah. employment. But, <laughs> 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 
I drew. You gotta teach us stability? No, honestly, when we started this conversation, <laughs> I was more concerned about can- getting cancelled by the Jewish community here locally. Lino Saki, like this podcast, please. <laughs> They taking this down. Yeah, y'all should have been teaching how to pay bills, but everything cool. Don't worry about it. So, so, said, no, go on. so no, but that's what I'm saying. In, in, I know in our society, it's an unfair statement because I know that there are schools on both sides of the fence mm-hmm. that do teach it from young, right? So to, I guess to me, to, to Ricardo's point, yes, there should be as much energy about preventative and in the sex education space as there is about this. In fact, there should be more yeah. because you have 16 freaking ways, right? This is my point. You really about it? Like, no, seriously. If, if, you had, if you had 16 options and one option, right? You have a... Anyway, that's besides the point. That, but... No, because I, I saw it and I'm like, but we haven't all this talk about abortions when there's 16 different ways that you can prevent it. No, nah, because we, we ain't teaching that. And it leads me to my second of the three things I wanted to talk about that Kanye mentioned See, specifically. Mm. The second Let thing run. is this. Let him cook. The development of our community. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to take this from a Bahamian perspective and mm-hmm. not just an American perspective. Mm-hmm. The point he made is that we do so much from the black community standpoint to lessen ourselves, mm-hmm. to bring ourselves down than we do to actually build ourselves up. I think his, his exact point was, you have a lot of black people that have knowledge, but the discussion doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So the point he made on Drink Champs was like, oh, he, he made a point and somebody told him somebody else is already doing this. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. Now we can have the discussion and go mm-hmm. ahead and build this. What are we doing as the black community, locally and internationally, to bring these discussions together to actually improve our well-being and improve our state and society. I don't know if we're allowed to have this conversation considering we run our country. I'm not saying we run it well. I'm not saying we're doing a good job. I'm not saying there isn't corruption, all this bullshit, da 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 But if I'm going to speak from a behemoth looking at America, I think they're making... I think they're making steps, not strides. I was about to say strides. I would have been wrong. I think I think they're making steps, but it's going way too slow. Say what you like about the, the, the Jewish community. Now, granted, the Jewish and the Irish can never say no fuck to me, but we went through shit too. And see us, you white. You white. I'm sorry, you white. You came to America with the red hair. Oh, cool, but you white. Being a nigga at that time, be, being being dark. I Hold on, let me just make the point. To the point about the Irish, they didn't take over Chicago, Boston. What are we talking everything about? Everything is in bodies. They there. could. They're Gucci. The Jews, bro, you can't walk through any of them high class streets in New York and not see one of their stores. But love it, I just came from Manhattan. They eaten. But you know what it is? They're good. So I I was reading. Um, oh God, is it Gladwell? Gladwell wrote. Um, it was um, Outliers, mm. right? And so he was talking about how okay. in in the in the night in the I don't know it was the nineteen forties fifties whatever it was when when the Jewish population the Jewish immigrant population started to really grow in the U.S. Right, um, a lot of what they came from, a lot of what what it was was trade. When they came over, a lot of them were in the garment business and all of that sort of thing. And what they learned from that was the value of hard work. Mm-hmm. And so when when they started to, to make it in the garment trade in the U.S., 
what they ended up doing was where their their kids may not have been interested in the garment industry, they pushed them into areas like law um, and finance and things like that. And so that's why when you look at a lot of the law firms, particularly in, in, in New York, a lot of them are old Jewish names because mm-hmm. that was the crew that was like the second second generation Jews mm-hmm. in, in the U.S., particularly out of that East Coast space, <clears throat> right? And so I think what it is is they they learned from their parents the value of hard work and they applied it in different spheres. Mm-hmm. And they were encouraged to go and apply it in those spheres. And then they had the ability... Now, again, this is all colored by the fact that they're white, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I take your point on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think what it is is they... They were encouraged and they were told that you can be. And this goes back to my point earlier about the the whole idea of things like critical race theory and that sort of thing. Because what you're telling young black kids is the opposite. You're telling them that you can't be. It's, it's a part of the issue with affirmative action, right? So to take it into the sports realm, people love to say that the Rooney Rule works because of Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is the exception to the rule. Mike Tomlin is what shows you that the rule doesn't work because he's the only, only one. one. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you saw it with the whole thing with Brian Flores and everything that came out of that. This this is the challenge, because what it says ultimately is when you get that position, it's not off merit. Right. And so then you go into this idea that somebody has to give you something gift in order for you to get it to get somewhere. And I understand that even in our society, a lot of it is about who you know. Right. But like what you know still has to get you to, to get you from there, right? Yes. So like who you know can get you in the door, yes. right? So we know people because of who they know that get in the door, but they jack shit at their jobs, okay? Right? But, because so, so that's not gonna last. That's not gonna mm-hmm. necessarily manifest into them being like prime minister or running their own company or running the country. God help us. God that shouldn't help us, be the case, right? So, but from that standpoint, what it is is they were told that even though you are an immigrant. Even though that we came from literally manual labor, you learn the value of hard work and you go and apply that in whatever field and we'll be there to support you. And so that's the thing. The the garment money went into funneling and fueling. So what they did was they partnered together. And that's why it's a lot of this Jew name and that Jew name that are on these law offices, these accounting firms, because they were taught to, if you can't do it alone, Build together with your brother. Build, so build together with your I cousin. Can't, I, I can't. Pardon me, false God. I, I, and I understand that the white component has to come into play. No, no, no. I'm, I'm off that. Like, we got to look at historical details. It's very easy to say hard work, build your shit, get it together. Tulsa, they was doing that. Mm-hmm. They had their shit together. I am my brother's keeper. They built the shit. What'd they do? What Bob it. But what happened after? Beloved, you can't say what happened after when we built it and you destroyed it. No one destroyed the Jewish shit in America. No one, no one came for them. Like, like again, what happened after was they tried to rebuild again. There's countless stories of American black history where they built, and especially that Jim Crow era, right? That the, the, the little pocket but before the a, civil rights movement. But that's they a part tried. of the problem too, right? So this is a, a part of the problem too. Is history is written by the victors. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I'm spoiling so, my third question, but go on, fire your points. But but history is written by the victors, and so in some ways, when you get into this conversation about, so like even looking at, at at the documentary that Kyrie was talking about, right, and even this conversation that a lot of people have been having as though blacks are the first Jews, right? You don't really know whether that's true or not because the victors wrote history, so it could very well be true because. But we would never know, Everything right? Everything else is just conjecture at the point. Right, and, that's, and that, that becomes the problem. So 
the, and this is the challenge with with um with with Black America. A lot of people only learn, and I and I I'm a lot of people. A lot of people only learn about Juneteenth literally in the last three or four years, and it was sparred by guess what? An episode of friggin' Blackish. Same. Right. Same. And so that this goes to the problem. The problem is you're not telling the stories, and when you do, you're not telling it in a way that says, "Well, we can try and 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 rebuild, or we can try to do again." What you're told is, "No, whatever you go and do, somebody's going to tear down," and that seeps into the mentality, and then that goes down generation to generation, and that creates the problem. But Alexis, if that's what it's the actually... same. It's the same thing as, as, as with the fear that BLM generated. It, it gives you this. Th- it's an out. But Alexis, if that's what fucking happened, you see. You gotta be careful, are you saying? Yeah, that's, but that's that's a different time, right? You can't you can't necessarily see, outright get away conversation with just forming com- a black community now. See, if there was a black on, Wall Street on, now, you couldn't on. just go and drop bombs on it, sir. Sir, now granted, you you can, you can do it in a black in Wall other Street. Ways. I just want to say it ain't gonna be a black Wall Street in the middle of the U.S. And it may not be a bomb. Plenty black Wall Streets happening throughout these regions. Yeah. It ain't all the way black. Someone brown. But trust me, they will bomb the motherfucker out of all of that. I don't doubt We've they'll do it. the exact same fucking thing. Fair. We've seen it. I don't. I, not I don't in their own country, though. Not in their they, own country. Now, not now. So they take that shit to somebody else's front door. No, but that's what I'm saying. When you're talking about, so a lot, a lot of times this conversation is centered around Black Americans, right? Right. So you shouldn't be telling your children or your your grandchildren that because Juneteenth happened, that you shouldn't be able to. Um, Sorry, not because because they bombed Tulsa, right? That you shouldn't be able to then try and start your own Black Wall Street now because they can't bomb you now. Now again, they can find subtle ways to do it. No, but, it's but just what like they do, the what they do, is, and this is why this question came second to the first one. What they do is they don't bomb your thought process; they bomb you from the start. Mm-hmm. So you come up in a generation where you automatically adopt the belief yeah. that it's impossible. Right. You see, and again, I hate to do it to Kanye's point. This is where we find ourselves as a black community today. Like, we automatically teach our kids that you can't get that shit. So don't even try. Focus on being a ball player. Like you said, the Jews, they went through the garment era. Dude, they I do will, what they I had to do. Say, rapper, go to the league. That's, are, what they, that's what you're that's, told. That's factual. And that's where I'm, th- this is what I'm saying. That's but why we need But you have black lawyers. You have black accountants. You have black Bro, judges. Bro, the most <laughs> powerful commercial I've seen in the last 10 years is the NFL-based commercial where this little dude is Catching passes from his dad. I wish I could post it up right now. Little black kid catching passes from his dad. And he's like, hey, dad. His dad told him, oh, boy, you have some good hands. And he's like, you think I can make it to the league? And his dad, like, paused for a minute. And he was on some, why? Like, he didn't say it, but it was on some, why do you think that's the only possibility? Go long. And he started to tell him this whole narrative of all these other black famous people that you could be. Like, you could be an artist. You could be a sports agent, like, I think he name drop uh, what's LeBron's French Rich name? Paul? Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. You could be a black astronaut. I forgot the guy's name who he called. But he laid out all of these foundations. Like, you go to a black kid right now, they won't know the stories of any of those men. Can because I- we are only told that you could be Jay-Z. Yeah, you could be this. Me. You can, could be that. Can I say this, though? I think you're both right. I think that Alexis is right in that we shouldn't tell our kids they can't. Because, listen, this is the glory era for nerds. It's a glory era for sex. It's a glory era for blacks actually achieving shit. Like I think the the, the rate of black um, is it. I it's way better than it was. Is it? It's better than it was. Let's fuck, fuck this whole conversation up. Let's go. Everything we experience today is just what Alexa said about Mike Tomlin. What we see is the exceptions. 
How many rappers had to die for Jay-Z to be a billionaire? Two. How many rappers? Two. Two? You might want to check count on that. You're just talking about the Giants who was around before, right I, before I, him. I thought about Biggie and Puck. That's what I'm saying. But how many other rappers had to die to become for the, for the sport? Big L. Okay, okay. See you see where I'm coming from? Saying, yeah. Look at the, the NBA. The, the unknowns. How many dudes had to crash out, fuck up knees, fuck up feet, can't play sports no more for us to get a Kobe Bryant, a Michael Jordan, a LeBron James? Mm-hmm. So you have thousands of men. Like I saw the start one time and it was like, hey, you have a million kids in America right now. Most of them black kids trying to make it to the league. By the time they go to college, that's going to whittle down to about a few thousand. By the time they make it to the league, it's going to be a few hundred. By the time they make it to the Hall of Fame, it's going to be five every year. Mm-hmm. But that's what we aim to tell our community is the upper echelon. You know what's the best part of that? Because you skipped a part of it. By the time you get to those who get their second contract. Bruh. Because that, that, you, you have to at least get to that second contract to even start to even have a glimpse of trying to say build generational wealth. Exactly. But that's a part of the problem, right? A part of the issue is even when you get there, there's so few that are trying to build generational wealth. It's like... Because the knowledge don't exist. But no, the knowledge exists. The knowledge don't the knowledge exist. exists. It's it exists just, it's, more it's, so now than ever, though. But does it, is it passed down in a way that's meaningful? Bang. Bang. False that's God. it. False God, you can't do that. You can't Andrew, do that. Andrew, hit me up. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. To Alexis's point just now, mm-hmm. is it passed down? Hear me out. You exist in the space you exist in because your daddy had those conversations with you. Mm-hmm. How many other niggas out there having their daddy tell them shit like that? See, okay. very but, few. But even the problem when you get to the league, right? So, for example, in the NFL, they have like the rookie symposiums and you have people who've washed out and they come in and talk to them. You have Marshawn Lynch and all that. The problem is it might be too late because mm-hmm. they're not Andrew at nine or 10 being dropped off in Culmersville so he could witness a murder so he could not be effeminate, <laughs> right? It, that, it's that, not that. that, that you're, you're 18, 19, 20, 22, 23. You've already lived through life, yeah. right? Because that's the other thing. We have to understand that by the time you get into the league, especially in the NFL, where you probably at least 22, 23, you done already been through and seen some things. So, Aaron and so, so somebody coming mm-hmm. in, exactly. So somebody coming in at the rookie symposium that's that's you you might be talking to the wall for a lot of those dudes yeah so it it it, it, it isn't that it isn't happening it might just not be happening early enough and in the right space is not the right time because the knowledge isn't passed down we don't have situations where our grandmothers our great 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 grandmothers hard work turned into you passing on to your kid hey but we have a legacy we have the but that's why i respect braun right because you have him setting up a charter school you know, mm-hmm. to, to try and, and fill that gap in some ways. And he can do it because his crew is all black men that grew up with him. Because he right? brought them on. And so, no, but that that's the point, right? So, it's, again, the, I think the issue is it has to it has to build. It has to go beyond just LeBron and the one charter school. It has to be more, it, it has to be more of them in that space with that level of reach and influence to pull back and do it in that way, and in the early education way, not in the let me give you a handout way because we've seen that the handouts don't work because essentially, if you go to the league and you only get one contract, your handout is bigger than others. Yeah, yeah but... It the- still ends up coming across like a handout because you you rich for five minutes and then you live in somewhere, you know, in, in, in the deep depths of Miami with, you know, a broke down whip. But if we circle back to the music part, and I agree with your points, by the way, if we talk about to the music part and we look at Jay-Z, Jay-Z told these niggas in several raps, why y'all still signing the labels? Y'all don't need the fucking labels. We've been, like, it's been three years. 
Y'all don't. You can go on SoundCloud, YouTube, but Spotify, but and all Apple Music and make your own shit. Go see, on. there's two different types of education, right? So it it's the education to say that you don't need to do that, but then it's like you you also have to know how. But on both not, sides, not, just, be, not just the how in terms of okay, you can go jump on SoundCloud, but it's like. How do I then manage my money? Yeah. Who is then managing my money for and me? And that's why I say both sides need a financial education. And if you have mentors, and here's the thing, to, to, to your point, I'll answer your point, we have to pull each other up in our careers. The bas- the black basketball players and the NFL dudes got to pull up their athletes. Don't spend your money on that bullshit. Right. Don't do it. For example, Lil Durk. Hate his music. Can't stand his music. I think he's a piece of shit. Lil Durk has a truck has a trucking company, and he he brags that about nigga, that shit all the that time. That nigga is kick. When he said trucking company, I was like Lil Durk. But he was like, no, Walmart got me, Amazon got me, mm-hmm. Target got me. That's a conversation that's shock. now been started. The shock, the shock you know, process. Shock. The shock process. Even Ross with with Wingstop. Oh my right? God, Ross. Uh, uh, 50, Fifty with vitamin water. Exactly. With power. And exactly look at all them stuff. dudes. Look at all them dudes. They try to reach down. Lil Durk, King Vaughn. Mm-hmm. 50 mm-hmm. everybody in G-Unit even Young Buck who he can't stand it. But, if, but, if, but, if, but if you got five down there and you reach one that's one more right and he's gonna reach down and reach probably, hopefully two right. that's two more this is but we're not gonna rebound like the Jews cause they're white we ain't gonna rebound like that we, we just won't right. their rebound was amazing Re- but we have to go. I always tell people the people love to be like slavery is over get over it and slavery didn't end and it's like you know what niggas Y'all cool. It, it was slavery, then Jim Crow, yep. then civil rights. Now we do George Floyd. Mm-hmm. We're, we're crawling at it. I think it's unfair to give black people this, like, y'all ain't there yet. But give it a minute. We're trying to... Be, I, I can't speak for y'all niggas. My, my old man died and left me nothing. All my old lady got to leave is that fucking house. She's not, not nothing. Right. I am the generation of... I'm trying to build generational wealth. Right. We have a business. We're trying to get shit going. And my kids will have something to claim for their own. We buy a piece of property right now. My kids will have that. But it's going to take a minute. Yeah. Y'all, you try, amazingly, both of you, proud of y'all niggas, y'all are trying to build generational wealth. Your little girl could be straight. I don't worry about that. When false girl dumping one gal, she could be straight. I ain't worry about that. But, it's, but it took how long? It's a hell fucking long. Yeah. So we can't dog on niggas. I'm not saying that we're doing it, by the way. But we can't dog on niggas. Yeah, but see, and yeah, but it's going to take a fucking... And we have to deprogram ourselves from the white man is God. I had... I had mm, be careful. I had a boss that will suck a white man's dick in a second. If a white man walking in, right, in here right now and you have two black professionals, if he say, hey, that cup should be upside down, he say it comes to me upside down. Y'all niggas dumb as fuck. And he'll listen to him immediately. I I always tell a story. My boy Canton was a, was, was a financial controller for Crystal fucking Palace. He tried to get in. They said, you don't see your ID. There are no credentials. A white boy from QC who was in grade 12 walked up and down that fucking hotel. And no one questioned him. When they finally questioned him in the cab, they was like, uh, are you like... People were scared. Oh, we bought the clothes. This white man about to shut us down. He's like, hi, sir, where are you from? He goes, I'm from QC on work study. <laughs> the financial controller who's black as this fucking thing could not get into where, to his business. But a white boy from QC just waltzes in. That dude was in the cage, in the calf, in a couch, just walking around. We have to deprogram ourselves from the slave mentality first, and that's how we get out of that. Pardon me, I didn't mean to run on so long. No. Nah. Brings me to my final question on this whole 
conversation. Slavery or Holocaust? Mm. Which one has had more of a generational social impact? You between all two, I'll let you answer them. And I'm not saying that one was worse than the other. Yeah, I understand. The question is which one has had more of a social, a generational social impact on the persons that came after? I won't hold you. I think all of us. Go ahead. I think them niggas have been able to Hitler their way out of a lot of shit. I think they've been able to, yeah, but Hitler. Yeah, but gas chambers. Yeah, but look what they did to us. Niggas have been on some, like, boy, slavery, though. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. Get over that shit. But you know, you know why? Oh. You know why? Because they're your earlier point. Slavery is taken on so many different masks mm-hmm. that we don't have one word for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we keep going over these same conversations going over. We're going from slavery, Jim Crow, civil rights. But you know what the problem is? Go ahead. Blacks weren't the first slaves. No. See that, and that's that's oh. a part of the challenge too, right? So mm-hmm. that's well, true. obviously, I see everybody nodding their head. So that means the educated people in the room, right? So that's why we here. We're no, just no, the most recent. No, what I'm saying is everyone was slaves. When you go back to even just the Bible days, when you conquered a territory, mm-hmm. that those people became your slaves who you didn't kill were mm-hmm. your slaves, and that happened in the Middle East. So you had white people who were slaves, mm-hmm. you had brown people who were slaves, you the, had black people who were the slaves. The Vikings are very active right. in the slavery. Right. So when you think about it, you know, that's a part of the challenge is because slavery in broad terms is not unique to black people. No. Now, granted, the and just you're also not the most recent. You know why? Because there are still people in Asia who are involved in the slave trade. And in Africa, right and now as Africa. we right. right as we speak. So so even even to say it's Chinese niggas. <laughs> But you understand what I'm saying, right? I, I, I like, so, yeah. so the challenge is, so the challenge, a, a part of the challenge with the conversation is, is that, well, to some degree, everyone has been through slavery, mm-hmm. right? Because at some point, your ancestors was the, on the wrong side of a war, mm-hmm. and they were slaves, no matter the, your, your skin color. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other challenge is, depending on if you're talking about negative or positive, I think from a negative standpoint, slavery of black people has had a deeper impact on black people in a negative way than the Holocaust has as on has on has had on Jews, and a part of it is like you say, they've been able to Hitler their way out of a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but but no one allows black people to slavery way their, their way out of it. No, nah, because because right. again, the concept of slavery, like you said, it has transformed so many times over. Mm-hmm. It's going through all of these. Th- to an extent, black people are still going through slavery today. No, financially. But I realize that's why, even if you think about when when we were growing up, when we learned about it, it wasn't referred to, and this is the problem with, with how history changes and mm-hmm. how semantics are important, right? Because people just look at me a lot of times when I start to get into semantics and be like, no, that's not important. No, it's very freaking important. Yeah. Because when you think about it, when we grew up, we learned about slavery as the transatlantic mm-hmm. slave trade, mm-hmm. right? Which is different meaningfully different from okay you lost the war and you were slaves to those people and your culture might be lost and they might but in in a lot of ways all that still happened but it's still different when you talk about from that standpoint i think a part of the issue with pulling it back and just referring to it as slavery is slavery in of itself is too broad a conversation when what you're talking about really and truly is the effects of the transatlantic slave trade on black people in particular I, i i have a very fucked up question if America wasn't 
the top country would this even be a conversation? No. But hold on. You only ever became the top country because you had slaves, because you won all the damn wars. This this is this is history. Rome was Talk your shit. Rome was the top because as they conquered more people, mm-hmm. they indoctrinated more people in their way, and mm-hmm. therefore they were more powerful. Mm-hmm. You, the entire world. So this is this is going to be uncomfortable for Black Americans. What are you talking? The entire <laughs> world has been built on the backs of slaves, not just African slaves from the transatlantic slave trade. The majority. The, the entire world has been built on the back of slavery, and it's been built that it's way. Still being built since the beginning of time, and it's it will continue to be built yep, that way. Cheap labor, just in in different ways. So the same way why we will pay. An immigrant in our country, fifty dollars to cut our yard because we don't want to pay you the the, the landscaping official company. landscaping company two hundred dollars to cut our yards. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. There is no difference. So, it and, and, and to, to your point, to your question, well, there's, there's the difference of whipping and. But no, 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 sorry, sorry. But I'm talking about in, in terms of no, this I just time say it like because yeah, I know no, no, some no, people are no, no, go. No, no, right. like, no, he have a whole bike. Like, he good. Yeah. So <laughs> from but from that standpoint, right? What I'm saying is that. What I'm saying is that that's the 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 issue in the conversation is that this is how the world has been built and continues to be built in a lot of ways because cheap labor is essentially slave labor without the corporal punishment. Right, and that's why I'm saying the narrative, and Andrew said that it best. Is over. Andrew said it best when he's like they've been able to. Hitler their way out of all these conversations. Mm-hmm. We've not been able to Queen Elizabeth our way or London our way right. or no. Britain our way or UK our way no. or America our way because the narrative of it has changed so much depending on who you speak to. But right? this but this is the divide and you're hitting the nail on the head. This is the divide between Caribbean black people. You ready for it? And Americans, and that's why this why people ain't ready for this conversation. That uh, Caribbean and Nigerian and Africans, we really don't fuck with Americans like that. Let me be very clear: I don't fuck with Black Americans like that because I didn't have the luxury of slavery, niggas, racism. It's like beloved, we. I had to fight for mine. I had to study for mine. Mm-hmm. I came over here. I think y'all fucking dumb because I know all like I I remember going to Tennessee and being in them classes like y'all just learning this and I barely graduated high school there there, there is a separation of black on black you want to hear a funny story Mm -hmm. so any physician that is trained in the UWI system Mm -hmm. and then goes off to the states to to do their specialization Mm -hmm. And I've heard numerous I stories. I know where it's going head and shoulders over I know where it's going all of their American counterparts Yep. Regardless of color. Yep. Because when you come in in that system and you're working in public hospitals and you got to treat, you know, 40 patients, you have 50 patients on your team, you've seen it all that's in your space. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. there's going to be some stuff that's different from country to country, but in terms of you've cut people, you've mm-hmm. bandaged people up, you've done everything under the sun. So you go over there and you start, mm-hmm. right? So that's the thing. This, this concept and this idea that... And that's why the distinction is important mm-hmm. because we we like to think that oh you know the people coming back from the states bro, I might as well tell you, no, nah, it, it it ain't that. It's not the right? same, and it's it's just not the same. So we do have a very different scope when you talk about you know 
the difference between black Caribbean people, Nigerians, all of that, and, and black Americans. Because yeah, we have a we have a different scope again. I feel like we missing the biggest the biggest elephant in the room here. That? We have this different scope of these different cultures and what slavery actually means is because we've been taught that. We've been taught to the point to say, again, to black America, or not Republicans is the worst thing that ever happened. Donald mm-hmm. Trump is the worst thing that ever happened. When we can't identify, yeah, the same views y'all have with Donald Trump and the Republican Party is the same views that Caribbeans have about the royal family in the UK. Mm-hmm. I wrote that article, Jesus, six, seven years ago, that y'all would have voted for Donald Trump. Like, I... If your eyes aren't open, they would have. Huh? Oh, th- most payments would have. Uh, we, we had this conversation. He, most payments would have. He wouldn't even have to change color. Brent Simonette being like, build a wall. They'd be like, yeah. Facts. Oh, he white too. Jesus Christ. Oh, he got a good. He got a good. He got a good pasta salad. Like you, you know what? We wouldn't vote for that in a heartbeat. Listen, I'm tired of telling. My old lady is a Republican. Most She's a payments, sweet woman. She's a payments, lovely woman. Most Bahamians are Republicans because, generally speaking, the beliefs align. And I'm going to hold you with the murder rate right now. I'm capital punishment. I'm Republican as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to kill these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I must tell you, like... <laughs> like <laughs> pardon me. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but I mean, it, 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 goes to, <laughs> it goes to your point, right? Which is that it, it, is, it is entirely different. Mm. And, and, and that... And that's why I say, for me, that, that, that becomes such a critical part of the conversation when we, as Caribbean people, talk about it. Because what, what frustrates me when I see conversations online where Caribbean black people, particularly Bahamians, um, start to talk as though you live the black American experience. Or, you don't. Uh, you, you, you don't. And it's just, it, you... you, you Yes, you're the same skin color. Yes, in some ways there are roots that go back, but at the same time, your your experience growing up in a country where people of your skin color run the country, and you you are the majority is entirely different. Especially these fucking gals. These gals. Well, as a black woman, nigga, who else ain't black? A Tony? <laughs> All what? Well, as a black woman on this island, you should be protecting black women, beloved. I got five black women to protect daily. <laughs> you think they walking around unsafe? They know they can call me. Yep. False call got women. You got women you protected. Yep. What are we talking about? Stop, stop trying to use this American ass narrative to cop to, 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 to use that for your, for, for your bullshit. But anyway, that's a whole lot of board. Let's get to. I, I hate to end this where it is. Let's get to solutions. What do we think about? how we move forward from the Kanye bullshit and what do we think will come out of it and do we see a way forward, period. The the interesting thing about the Kanye portion of it is I feel like he's found a way to somehow navigate around all of the craziness that's happened in his life and still be relevant, still find ways to make money. So I, I think even in this, no matter how you slice it, I think Kanye is going to find a way to come out better Mm-hmm. Even if it's not in mentality or in conversation or in viewpoint, but I, think, album be fine. I think financially, I think financially is going to be fine. Um, but I do think the, the the conversations that should be happening speak more to how do we effectively change the 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 culture, and, and I think it goes to your point where it's like, you know, we have to be willing to to reach back, reach down to those around us and say, hey, let me let me show you a thing or two, mm-hmm. right? 
um, and not not do it with the fear of, well, this person might take my spot and then therefore I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I think that's the space where, where a lot of people live, which is, well, if I bring you up, you will stab me in the back and then I can be left in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what it is is there's fine, there has to be a way to take things like what LeBron is doing with his charter school and, and expand that. And, and I think there has to be a way to find a healthy way to discuss black history that doesn't doesn't demean or or tell black people that there's not a way forward. Mm-hmm. I think you can tell history without using it as a way to say, well, you know, this is why it'll never change. This is why mm-hmm. we'll always be stuck this way. I think there's a way to honor the history of what's happened and what's what has been done to black people mm-hmm. as a community, but also not allow it to be the cinder block that keeps you from moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for me, it's, it's, it's simply education. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. so it's been so lackluster for so long, especially in the black community, until Alexis' point, that education has to start with history. Just from the mere fact of letting people understand that slavery is a lot more than the Atlantic slave trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewish communities are way more than just what happened in Germany. Mm-hmm. Poland was affected. All of those other European countries mm-hmm. were affected. Mm-hmm. That's education. So we have to start the narrative there. We have to start the discussion there. Educate now people, and not just in schools. Not just in the traditional sense of you sit in front of a lecturer or a teacher and they point to you a book. You have to start educating your kids from home, bro. When they're coming up, they're seeing things, explain to them, hey, you might not understand this or you might learn this in sex ed, but this is how you protect yourself. It might be as simple as you picking up your kid like Andrew Dad did and dropping him in Cogmans for the see a shootout. Mm-hmm. It might be that. Or it could be as simple as my dad did, literally taking time every day if something affected him in any which way, saying, hey, I made this mistake. This is what I don't want you to do. Education is important. I feel like we we're failing in that, not just in the Bahamas, not just in the Caribbean, but in a lot of black communities around this world. We refuse to teach our kids because we don't see the value in education. We just see the value in money. I, I, I got to agree with both of you. I think you all both said the same thing, but with different tones. Like, I think an educated Kanye that knows his history maneuvers in and out of that pocket mental illness aside maneuvers in and out of that pocket way better he articulates shit way better and I and I always start with us first I was not taught slavery I learned slavery in college from a white dude in Acadia like I never knew like we were ta- we have a song Columbus Hill Yoshin in 1492 we danced to that shit we danced to genocide my nigga like I didn't realize what he was what really went down until they were like you know more went down than that right you realize, like, we forget the Lucayans. Like, the, an entire people are just a wash. I believe they manifested in the Marxist. That's a different conversation. But I think with education, we're not as sensitive. We're not as brittle. We're not as, as, as easily swayed. We can have bigger conversations. But it starts there because I don't want my child thinking Columbus was a hero. Now, do I villainize the man? Different conversation. I don't. I really don't. Because at the time, not that it justifies it, but at the time, any one of us would have been carrying slaves. Black, as our colors now, mm-hmm. any one of us would have been carrying shit. You see what I'm saying? So I think with education, shit changes, but it has to start with telling the truth and not having an agenda. Right. Don't don't teach history and be like, this why you ain't shit. This why you rich and you winning. Because if I hear... If I hear my people have been winning this whole time and we champions, 
my mind may not go to poor niggas. My mind may go to the fuck. We fuck. We was out there, nigga. Right. The the, the fucking Berkowitzes was was winning. I don't know why y'all what y'all mean by that. You know what I mean? We, we just outside. So I think it starts with education. I think uh, and it, and then it ends with to Alexis's point that he he made beautifully, which was we gotta pull ourselves up, boy. It can't just be me winning. Right. It can't just be me at the top of the top. The fact that I, I hate that they're like, who's the top three in rap? Oh, Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. Why 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 you gotta be a top three? Why we all aim? Why we all it shouldn't be just rap or go to the league. It should it should, it should be we could do whatever. Um and that's one thing I thank Obama for. He may not have done shit, but at least my children will have a reference point to say there was a black man in fucking office. If there's one thing that he did, I'm they glad wouldn't he have did like it. the Rasta hair, Jay Z. I feel like that's the my kids? Obama. Yeah, my, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not one to. to, to I, I I leave my kids on sheets. I don't know exactly what to. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's truly no better way to add a terrorist podcast. <laughs> probably the deepest conversation we ever do. But hey, in wow. short, simple. If you leave them on sheets, cool. But if you put them in, in somebody <laughs> and you put them in the streets, just raise them up properly, please. Teach them a little something. And by the way, let me give my flowers too. I always mention y'all niggas, Alexis and Naldo. Y'all are doing an amazing job as fathers. I'm not even trying to be funny right now. Salute to y'all. And by the way, y'all doing your fucking job. I don't, I'm not giving y'all no extra flowers, but I'm happy that... No, but real talk, I'm glad y'all doing your job. I'm proud of y'all niggas, man. Good shit. So I guess that's a wrap. Yes, sir.